Hey everyone, this is Len. We're doing something a little new this week. I'm going to post just the first five minutes of our November Patreon episode, which is available right now on the main feed. It's an interview with uh, Michele Pirovano, the developer of Dot Age, which you may have heard we did uh, a full episode, a regular episode on recently. So yeah, this is just uh, the first five minutes of our November Patreon episode. If you want to hear the rest of it, you can subscribe for as little as $5 at patreon.com slash 3MA. And if you're already a patron, thank you so much. Uh, we really could not do this show without you. Good evening. You are listening to Three Moves Ahead. This is our November Patreon episode. I am Len. I am your host this week, and I am joined by Michele Pirovano. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, you did. Okay, cool. Uh, the developer of Dot Age, which uh, we just did a regular episode on, um, probably will be a, about a couple weeks ago by the time you're listening to this. And uh, you're you're the solo developer for this game, correct? Yeah, um, thank you very much for having me here. Uh, I'm the solo developer, uh, apart from the music and the voices you hear in the game. Got it. Yeah. And uh, you've you've been working on this for quite a long time, I understand. Yeah, it's been uh, well, since uh, 2014, so almost nine nine years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And did you? Did you have any game development experience before that, or is this your first foray into making a game? It's uh, well, it's my first published game as a sole developer, but uh, I have been uh, working in uh, the game development sphere for 10 years, so not much more than the development of game. Uh, I do general programming, usually, uh, gameplay programming, uh, um, artificial intelligence, and also some system design. And I started in 2012 uh, doing freelancing, uh, mostly here in Italy for different, uh, different, uh, um, sorry, different small teams. Okay, and uh, keep kept doing it all remote because I don't uh, like uh, too much to go take trains and go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, um, um, it, worked. it worked. So I kept doing it, and on the side I kept working on this on my spare time. And actually, it was like you know, you start working on a game and say, okay, this time I, I had already done quite a bit of uh, uh, prototypes, uh, gems, uh, other games uh, which I never published, and then I decided to do a small game saying to myself, okay, this time it was 2014, and said, okay, this time I'm finishing it. And I'm doing a small one so I can finish it in a couple of years max. And that was 2014, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, it really, I think it's very hard to see from the outside how long it takes just to get like basic stuff like that running. Um, uh, yeah, did you... Uh, were you a big strategy game player before you got into game development, or do you have any any favorite strategy games that sort of inspired you? Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, about video games, I've been always a fan of strategy games of all kinds. Uh, so I'm uh, an old schooler. So uh, my favorites are um, Heroes of Might and Magic, the franchise, the third one, for example. 
civilization, so through the strategy, but also the Warcraft, Starcraft, and so on. I'm quite a fan of Jerm. Uh, also, uh, I, I am a big fan of board games, of strategy board games. So my, behind me, you can see a lot of them. Worker placement games, strategy games like Puerto Rico, Stone Age, Agricola, Terraforming Mars, and so on. And you can see a lot of this in Two Days, which is basically a worker placement uh, video game. Right, right. Yeah, John and I both are big fans of worker placement games. So we were we were definitely drawn in by that that angle <laughs> of it. And I could definitely see the board game inspiration in there. Um I think that's something that that I would like to see more strategy developers do, honestly, is look at what's been going on in board games for the last few decades, because there are some areas where video games really haven't caught up to some of the the really cool ideas that board games have been doing. Exactly. And that was what pushed me to do this uh, almost 10 years ago. And actually, in those nine years, uh, okay, I've been working on this. I've not seen it uh, pop up so much. I mean, uh, we have seen uh, digital uh, adaptation of board games rising, yes. And also now we have uh, a category on Steam on uh, digital board games. And there was nothing like that in 2014. But still, uh, it has stayed uh, mostly inside that area. So you do have uh, Stone Age Digital and the Digital Wingspan Digital, and they work very well. But I cannot see many other actual video games taking advantage of, of this and trying to do something with all the mechanics and especially uh, not only the mechanics, but also the user experience lessons that come from board games. Because uh, I, I think uh, uh, board games have this uh, very, very clean, elegant way to explain a lot of uh, game concept and also to abstract game concept because they need to be simpler to uh, the mechanics need to be simpler because they cannot have a PC doing all the computations and this brought us a lot of very compelling games which video games have not yet tried to capture so I tried to do that <laughs> Three Moves Ahead is hosted on the Idle Thumbs Network you can find us there at idlethumbs.net slash 3MA we are on Twitter and Blue Sky as 3MA. And of course, as I mentioned at the top, we are supported by listeners just like you at patreon.com slash 3MA, where you can hear the rest of this episode as well as our huge catalog of bonus episodes from the past. We'll be back next month with our Patreon episode on Ridley Scott's Napoleon. And until then, this is Len saying goodnight.